0: I feel like once you start cleaning up all areas of your life, like what you're eating, you start feeling so good, you you get closer with your body, right? You feel your body more and things that are toxic start to just not feel right in your body. What's up and welcome to the very best self podcast.
1: I'm your host, Victoria Brown. Tune in each week as I have candid conversations with inspiring humans, including athletes, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and anyone out there making waves. Get ready to leave your comfort zone behind, step into your power, and live a more purpose-driven life. I am so happy that you're here. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the very best self podcast, you guys. Today, I have Kaylee and Danielle, the co-founders of Clear Stem on the pod. So yes, we are going to talk all things skin today, anti-aging, how to kind of exfoliate properly, uh, so many things all around the skin. We also get into birth control and caring for your body on the inside and the outside, and just kind of understanding the it all, the mind body, you know, skin connection and how it kind of just all plays a part in the health of our skin, the look of our skin and anti-aging all of it. So we're going to get into it today. I'm very excited to talk with them. Um, I actually had them on the Uh, on a an ig live many many moons ago so this is really exciting to reconnect with them they're both such lovely lovely girls um so i'm excited to have them on and let's get into it all right welcome back to the very best self podcast i am so excited to have today's guests with an S on the podcast. I'm very excited. So I have the women who have founded Clear Stem. And if you're not familiar with what Clear Stem is, we're obviously going to get all the way into it today. Um, But they have incredible moisturizers and all types of anti-aging products um, and things to add hydration to your skin. But beyond that, because there's a million and trillion and one companies that's a big number right uh that do this kind of thing but they are educating their customers uh on skincare and anti-aging and all of these things um so i have the female co-founders today Danielle and Kaylee from Clearstem on the pod so let's talk freaking skin welcome welcome on
0: thank you <laughs>
1: I love it. Um, and we were just talking before we hit hit record today that, uh, it's so crazy because I did an IG live with Danielle and Kaylee during like the height of a pandemic, which was almost like two years ago that we actually connected. Um, and so I had such an incredible conversation with them on the IG live so many years ago that I was just I like "I circle moments. Like right?
0: it's, really, it's really fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to have you guys on today and kind of chat more. Um, so I'd love to hear your kind of entrepreneurial story to begin. I'm sure you've told it a million times, but, uh, of how you guys came to meet each other, how you became friends. And then when you decided to build Clearstem.
2: Yeah. Thanks for it. We know we, we never get tired of answering this question and it just like keeps us like rooted in our, in our stuff so well. Um, so basically Kaylee and I both struggled with really bad acne. Mine was like really, really bad, like the devastating kind, like grade four for like 10 years. Um, and so it was like a big part of my life and like affected my psychology for a really long time. Um, I'm um, fast forward when I'm like 28, 29, it started for me when I was in college, by the way. So fast forward, like 10 years later, I'm 28 or 29. And this is my third time doing Accutane. And I've done everything in between, Was spent years on antibiotics, years on spironolactone, two full courses of Accutane. And now I'm on my third because it wasn't, it wouldn't work on me. Um, So that there's like a, you know, the point in the journey where um, I got really, really frustrated. And the third round of Accutane, the side effects were getting so bad, um, like it was affecting my vision and they were afraid it was going to be permanent. So I had to stop a little bit early breakouts came right back. So I was like, screw this. I'll figure it out myself. I happen to have a biology background. I studied genetics, um, immunology, cellular biology. So I have a great working understanding of the body. I just didn't have the specific information as it pertains to acne. And shocker, none of the uh, dermatology appointments that I had ever been to were able to get, were were able to provide any clarity. Um, There's a lot that just doesn't get discussed in a traditional Western medical office, things like digestion and gut health and what you're eating and when and what you're using on your skin to a large extent. So Basically, um, I found myself back in school at night to get access to information. And while I was there, I realized that treating acne was the medical profession I'd always wanted, but didn't know existed. So I was hooked. I spent about two years shadowing and learning from some of the already well-established people in San Diego. Learned a lot about what to do, learned a lot about what not to do, and started San Diego Acne Clinic about eight years ago. And I met Kaylee as one of my uh, patients in my first year of being in business. Wow, That's
1: incredible. So you started going to San Diego Acne Clinic uh, and you met Danielle. And then this is where you guys became friends because she was helping you treat your skin.
0: Yeah. So I was dealing with now what I know so many women are struggling with. It's It's so fascinating when you're going through something you really do feel so alone in it you feel like no one else is going through this no one else can understand how intense this is and i am grateful for social media now shedding a light on some of that but this was um like almost 8 years ago right. <laughs> and Social if people weren't sharing as as much as this eight years ago, and there wasn't as much access to information. And it seemed like, what out of nowhere, my skin just broke out in bright red, inflamed, cystic acne. And mind you, I would I had got off birth control a few months before this, and my whole body just seemed to go haywire. And what do you do when you're struggling with a bunch of acne? Most people's first choice is, let me find a dermatologist. Um, so I went to a dermatologist and they just wanted to prescribe me a bunch of heavy creams and different things. I'm like, this doesn't sit right. And so I went to my doctor and they were like, you have to go back on birth control. And at this time I had gone back and gotten my degree in holistic nutrition. It's something I've always just been so deeply passionate about. And I had a holistic wellness blog for a long time. Um, And so I knew I was so proud of myself for getting up birth control. Like I wanted it. It was my choice for my body um, that I just, I felt so unheard uh, when I went to the doctor and told him like, you know, I, I really don't want to be on birth control. Like it's personal choice for me. And I want to balance my hormones naturally. And they kept telling me over and over again, the only way you can balance your hormones, you have to get back on birth control. You have to get back on birth control. And I was like, well, I'm not. So what, like what's causing us, what's another solution? Well, you can try antibiotics. It's like, that doesn't sit well with me either. He's <laughs> like, I knew what antibiotics did. Your body. I'm like that. Sounds crazy to me. That's gonna just completely destroy my immune system, my gut health, everything that I need to support my acne and clearing my acne. So that didn't sit well. So then I started going to a bunch of different estheticians, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, I haven't seen something this bad before." I would see like it was pustules. Um, a lot of them didn't even like were too scared to do extractions. They'd do extractions, make it worse. It was just a mess. Um, And I went back to the dermatologist and I was Googling like crazy, like acne dermatologist who specializes in acne everywhere, every single one I went to, it was um, either heavy creams or go on Accutane. And I was just so frustrated. And at the same time, of course, doing all my own research and trying to figure it out by spending thousands of dollars on skincare and listening to every marketing that ever existed and, and nothing worked. My skin just kept getting worse and worse. And um, one last Google search up pop San Diego acne clinic. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is everything. Like, this is what I've been looking for. Like someone who just understands acne, who sees it every day, that just gets it. And so I go in and have any me Danielle's last client of the day. So we had a lot of time together. I was there for literally three hours, um, wow. an hour and a half. We just talked the whole time. And I learned all of these things that one, I was never taught in nutrition school. I had a lot of friends in the space that went through natural, the naturopathic natu- school, went to medical school, like Western, Eastern, everything in between. And no one was talking about all these acne nuances and, and acne triggers that Danielle was. And my eyes, like, like my, my whole world felt like it was like flipped upside down, uh, learning all of these things. And Found out I had about 12 different acne triggers going on, um, mixed between I was using uh, makeup and skincare, pore clogging ingredients. Um, I was over supplementing. There's certain supplements that in excess trigger acne. Um, I was eating eggs every single day for someone who's acne prone, um, egg whites are very triggering for acne. So I found out 12 different acne triggers, removed them all and got in a proper skincare routine, literally four products, not breaking the bank, I just learned how to have a skincare routine. I learned how and when to exfoliate these, these nuances that people really need to know, Learned that really simple two months, my skin was completely clear with no scar damage. Um, and if anyone wants to see like how aggressive and bad my acne was um, on our Instagram, it's pinned at the top, my before and after my two month transition um, and Danielle, I really connected after that because every time I'd lay on her table, we just geek out. We talk all things like wellness the whole time. And, and we really learned like this information is not talked about and can help millions of people and really help relieve the suffering that acne causes and bring joy into people's lives and confidence. Wow. That is incredible
1: because so much of it is just was serendipitous. And I love that so much, um, that you guys connected just over this shared love of really wanting to find a natural path to healing. And I'm also blown away that not only did your acne clear up and heal within two months, that you also the scars as well, that is like unheard of, I feel
2: like, isn't it?
0: So it is where clear stem was born.
2: <laughs> yeah, so speaking of scars, um. So there's, there's acne and then there's the scar damage, right? And this the sad thing is a lot of acne treatment products, like say benzoyl peroxide or retin-A, they're so harsh and so aggressive and they cause so much more accelerated EV damage that it actually makes it impossible for the scars to heal. So... um And so that, plus the fact that I have a ton of ethnic clients and I am myself, am half Peruvian, so I hyperpigment very easily. I scar very easily. So did a lot of my clients at the time. I have a lot of Indian clients, Filipino, Latin, you name it, right? So most people are not fair and they scar anyone with any sort of olive complexion or the ability to tan scars very easily. And they can't do aggressive laser treatments all the time. They can't just rely on doing harsh treatments to get rid of those scars, because those treatments alone could scar them. Anything heat related can make someone hyperpigment. So we've gotta be very careful with how we go about doing the corrective work. So I knew we needed to heal the skin in another way. I knew it needed to be a stem cell serum. Um, I knew it needed to have a ton of anti-inflammatory agents because skin that's still inflamed doesn't heal very well. So it had to have the perfect skin food of collagen derived stem cells anti-inflammatory agents be in a certain viscosity that was meant to be massaged in so that you activate your own wound healing response so i was able to give the i found a chemist who believed in what i was doing and i basically knew what this product needed to be and handed her like what it's it's like giving a police sketch of like you describe it as best you can and luckily she got it and she happens to be the formulator of another stem cell product that i liked so it was like a match made in heaven with our chemist and her son had acne. So she believed in what I was doing, even though I was like only I was like her smallest client. Like she could have easily said, no, it's not worth my time, but she believed in what we were doing. So long story short, that is our product called Cell Renew and it's meant for acne scarring. And there's other elements in there that help support hom- hormonal acne, like saw palmetto and green tea and other things um, that help really balance hormones topically. So I would get lab samples back and I would give them to Kaylee. I would save them for her and be like, okay, I like this one, but it's a little too warming. Or I like this one, but it's a little too sticky. I'm going to adjust it here and here and here. And so we would geek out on lab samples. And then finally a winner emerged. And one of my other clients was an Amazon guy. He put it on Amazon. It blew up. And Kaylee was like, more people need to know about this. Like, let me do my thing on social and talk about it. Cause I didn't even have Instagram at the time. Um, it just grew so organically and, um, that was our, our core and only product for over two years. And it's still a staple of the entire line. Wow. 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 That is incredible. I feel like
1: like I said already once, but I feel like there's so many serendipity, serendipitous moments that it just like, it was just like a meant to be product, um, the whole entire line. Um, and I have it myself and I absolutely love it. Um, so i can speak from you know personal experience that i i love it um but what i want to ask you about is i want to talk about birth control because it's such a taboo thing and it's funny because it's come up it must just be the type of guest that I get. I don't know. It comes up quite often. I made a personal choice as well to be off birth control because for the same exact reason, I wanted my body to do what it does naturally. And I felt like every single doctor I ever went to, it was like, whatever ailment you would come into them for as a female, it'd be like, well, you're on birth control. No. Oh, get on birth control. It'll fix it. It'll fix it. It'll fix it. And it's like the band-aid that we just slap on everything. And I just said to myself, like something about that doesn't feel right. And I think that there are so many women, especially we're talking, I mean, my gosh, I think it's, it was 15 or 16 years ago when I made the choice to get off of it. I had nobody to talk to about this. I had not a single friend Mm -hmm. 16 years ago to talk to about this, not a single person, not my mother, not anybody. And I just, I didn't even have a ton of research behind it either because if you Google it 16 years ago, you didn't find a whole lot then either other than the fact that it was just a gut feeling for me. That's all it was. And I got crazy cystic uh, acne and wish I had found you guys then because I went through years and years of just absolute torture from the cystic acne um, when I got off birth control um, and it did regulate. But I guess I want to talk about it because I think that there are... Just a lot of women who think about this, um, and anyways, what your experience is and what you guys know about it. So many women are in the
2: exact same situation that you just described.
0: I know. I was gonna say, like, that's how it was. It was an intuitive feeling for me because it wasn't talked about a ton getting off birth control eight years ago. It's a, it's an it's an educational point across social media now, but there was just something inside of me. I feel like once you start cleaning up all areas of your life, like what you're eating, you start feeling so good. You, you get closer with your body, right? You feel your body more and things that are toxic start to just not feel right in your body. Um, and that's where I was and why I decided to get off it. And, and when we talk about birth control, it's it's mainly the pill that we, we educate about. There are different side effects and issues that come along with, um, whether you're getting like implantation and Nuva, like right. all those different ones. But the one I like to talk most about is the pill because that's right. where most people get the adverse reactions and the rebound effects after, and that can wreak the most, I don't even want to say wreak the most havoc that's, um, they all have their different things. Right. So I like to talk about the pill the most, cause most people are on that, um, so, birth control in general, what it does is it cuts off communication between your ovaries and your brain. So that one, just I want like, them talking for a second. <laughs> just let like, them think in for one second. Like, what other medication? do you, It is a medication. Do you take that cuts off a communication between a main organ and your brain? So that's at its function, what it does, but when you are taking the pill, it depletes vitamins and nutrients like folic acid, um, B6, B12, vitamin C, Magnesium, zinc, selenium. So it it depletes all of those while you're taking it. So again, your body, your choice. But if you are taking the pill, it is important to know what deficiencies are existing so you can support your body while you choose to be on it. While you're getting off it, some things that can happen because most birth controls suppress testosterone. That's why they can help a ton with acne because people who who have excess testosterone and surges with it, that's where they can see the quote, benefits from the symptom (laughs) of acne, um, suppresses testosterone. And so when you get off birth control, your hormones had been synthetically controlled for how many years? I mean, I know I was on it for almost 10 years and now that we're all getting older, it's all creeping up on 15, 20 years that we've all been on it. Um, and so that amount of time with all of your hormones being synthetically controlled, your body now doesn't know how to do it and it takes time to regulate. So when you just get off it and you've had all of these nutrients depleted and a lot of symptoms that are covered up by taking a medication every single day, all of a sudden, like come back like a rubber band in full force. So a lot of women struggle with acne after getting up birth control because they go through what's called testosterone rebound effect. So Mm -hmm. it's been pressed for so long, you're like pulling it back like a rubber band. And now it's just flooding your system and your body doesn't know what to do with it because now it's trying to get rid of your livers trying to process out all of these synthetic hormones that have been pumped through. It's also trying to relearn how to balance your own hormones after not knowing how to control it with your own body for how many years. And so it is a shock to our system when we get off of it. And I I have a book that I recommend to everyone. It's called Beyond the Pill by Dr. Jolene Brighton. She doesn't play sides. Um, She teaches you how to be, how to support your body if you wanna be on it and how to support your body if you wanna get off of it. Um, and it's so beneficial. And if you like you can get it quick on Amazon, but if you're like, I need to listen to her right now, just look up, look her up on podcasts and find a couple of podcast episodes that she's on and listen. Um, I wish I had that book <laughs> when I went through it. So I, yeah. I have everyone I know <laughs> read it um, if they come to me and say they want to get off it, but that'll teach you how to support your body off it. So you don't have to be scared to get off it. The amount of DMs that didn't emails that Danielle and I get that are like, birth control doesn't feel right for me anymore as a personal choice. I want to get off, but I am so terrified because I have PTSD because I went on birth control for having acne in the first place. And their mind is just going to that, you know, that 15 year old in high school, who's like terrified of having acne. And, and as a 30 year old, like your brain just goes back to that. And it is traumatizing. And so, so many women are scared to get off. And so just know, like you can get off it in a safe and healthy way and support your body. It's just about knowing the education behind it.
1: Right. And I, I thank you for that whole deep dive on that. Uh, because I, I, I always, I don't know. It just, I like, I always like to, whenever there's an opportunity to kind of talk about it, I always like to dive in because like I said, I just think there are so many people who have this inkling that they want to stop doing it or stop taking it. And they're afraid and they're scared. And I just like to raise awareness that like, it is hard. It can, it is scary, but you can do it if you commit to it. And, and I think ultimately it is, it is for the better to let your body do what it is supposed to do naturally. And
0: I think there is power in learning your body, like learning about your body, how there's only so many days, uh, in a month that you can get pregnant, which one are those days? Like when you get off birth control and start learning about that, it's actually really cool and you feel so in tune with your own body and so connected. Um, I one of my really, really best friends just went off birth control probably a little over six months ago. And she texted me the other day and she was like, I've never felt so connected to my body before. I feel like I just spent the last 10 years being disconnected. Um, there's also all the research that you're attracted to the wrong partner when you're on birth control. I read
1: this article yeah, The New York
0: times or New York post article. Yeah. Yeah. I did read this
1: and how we choose our partners based on if you're on birth control and you're not on birth control and how that affects. Yeah. Just like our choices and who we, it's, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, it is really wild. Um, okay, great. So actually you made another mention about exfoliating and I would love to hear more about, cause you said when the good times to like, how do you exfoliate? Do you do it every time that you wash your face or is it a certain, you know, should you do it maybe every other day? Like what is, Cause I know you, we have dead skin cells on our face um, and not removing the dead skin cells can cause like our skin
2: to look kind of just, I don't know what the right word is uh, dull. I was on me. Someone's doing noise outside. Okay. So love this question. Um, exfoliation is just like exercise, which I know you'll appreciate that analogy. Um, and it's like exercise because we're talking about controlled inflammation to get a healing response right so we want to think of it that way and just like exercise you want to do it frequently and consistently but not overdoing it to the point where you cause too much injury and where you don't let yourself like recover so the root co- so as it pertains to acne everyone should exfoliate but as it pertains to acne we need it a little bit more frequently and a little bit stronger and more of a hybrid approach than people that don't have acne because one of the root causes of acne is something called retention hyperkeratosis Essentially we produce more keratin protein than the people who just never break out and it gets stuck in our pores. So retention means it gets stuck in your pores. Hyper means more keratosis, keratin production. So we have more of this protein. Our skin needs more exfoliation just to manage that extra level. And uh, because our pores get clogged more easily, we wanna make sure that we're exfoliating enough to, and with the right type of exfoliants to not only manage the excess protein, and keep that collagen simulation cycle going, but also to clear the stuff that gets stuck in our pores. And there's a lot more that gets stuck in our pores. There's a lot of pore clogging filler agents that most cosmetics companies use, even the clean and organic ones. They use fillers like isopropyl mirastate or ethylhexyl palmitate. And even the clean and organic stuff, shea butter, coconut oil, things that you would think are healthy are still thicker than our natural oil, so they clog our pores. So With exfoliation, it's best to have a hybrid approach. There's physical and chemical. And don't let the word chemical scare anyone. Even water is a chemical. So the physical exfoliation is going to be like a scrub or say like a, like a Clarisonic or the Forneo or um, even a washcloth. A washcloth is a physical. Yeah, exactly. So anything physical that's going to wipe off your surface skin cells is a physical exfoliant, but then your chemical exfoliant are your real change makers. Those are your AHAs and BHAs. We focus on the AHA mandelic acid because it's like the Goldilocks of acids. It's the sweet spot. It's great for sensitive skin. Even if you have like eczema, it's fine for that. Um, Versus something like a glycolic, which can just which can just be too stimulating and too irritating. So mandelic is like the sweet spot of acids. It's effect most effective against acne because it's really good at dissolving oil, and it's um, effective against fungal acne too, which most other acids are not. So it really is the sweet spot. But it also stimulates collagen production. So that's how our line is like anti aging and anti acne. We use the right types of exfoliants that dissolve the acne while stimulating new collagen. Wow. Okay. And the goal with exfoliation, it's never one size fits all, and it will change even for you with with the seasons. So if it's winter, if it's dry, if you're sleeping with a heater, you might be exfoliating maybe twice a week. If you're really oily and acne prone, you might be doing it three times a week with your scrub, but only for like five to six seconds, and then using a mandelic acid on the nights you don't do your scrub. So there's a lot of different ways to combine it. The sweet spot for everyone is as frequently as you can without creating dryness. Once you've created prolonged dryness, you take a few days off, you rebalance and you start with like every other day or every third day. So the goal is consistency, not aggression. Consistency, not aggression. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Because what happens if you exfoliate too much is you compromise your skin barrier and then you age faster. So we don't want that either.
1: Yes. So what are your thoughts on retinols and retin I'm not even sure I know the difference, to be honest.
2: <laughs> Retin-A is a name brand of tretinoin, which is a really, really strong topical vitamin A. I personally hate it. I don't recommend anyone use it. Um, there are a lot of people that will... Completely disagree with me, and that is fine. Everyone has found what's worked for them, I hope, and that they're just aware of what they're using and how to use it. I hate Retin-A because it is so strong and so irritating and toxic, and a lot of what they formulate it with. um, The white one, the creamy one, has a pore clogger in it. It has isopropyl meristate. And then the the gel version is so drying; it'll just destroy your skin barrier. And for anyone who likes to be outdoors, which I hope is everyone, it's it's just going to cause accelerated aging if you um, aren't really, really, really careful with it. So I personally don't like either of those. Then there's retinols. Retinols are they come in all sorts of forms. There's vitamin A propionate. Then there's just like retinoic acid. And then there's just um, there's just different variations of it. And some are fine for a lot of people. And then some just aren't compatible, especially if you're in the sun a lot. Um, I just believe that anything that makes you more sun sensitive is going to backfire on you in the long run. And that's what a lot of retinols do. So, and plus with acne specifically, I find that in my eight years of clinical practice, retinols don't get the job done for people. They might help like 70%. Well, for some people, it just makes them purge and then the purge never stops. So they're worse off and they're irritated. And then for some people, it kind of helps, but it doesn't get them all the way there because it doesn't unclog a pore the way that like a mandelic acid would. And on top of that, retinols don't play nice with other things very well. So if you're using an intense retinol, you probably can't be using much of anything else that would be corrective because it'll just give you a chemical burn. Oh, okay. So I think I recently got a chemical burn. From using a retinol or?
1: I think it was. I I don't really know. I I got a facial. And then I was using, I, I, I mean, I've used it before and I didn't really have a bad experience, but I think maybe all of my pores were just so open from the facial, but I was using the Keel's retinol. And in the past I have liked it, but I, I don't know what happened under my eyes and my eyelids were like alligators. They were so itchy. My cheeks also got inflamed and then right down the center of my neck. And I swear to you, I think I aged like six years in one week. I still haven't bounced back. My under eye skin looks so like the fine lines are like just in my, to me, they're like so bad right now. Um, And this has only been like two and a half weeks ago that this happened. And I think it really was like a burn. Yeah, it it, it,
2: it can absolutely give you a chemical burn. And you mentioned around the eyes too. So when you're putting something on your skin, you generally put something else on over it and it migrates to areas where it should never migrate the skin underneath your eyes and on your eyelids is insanely sensitive and it does not have the right amount. It doesn't have enough oil to heal itself as quickly as say like your chin or forehead. So is
1: this like irreversible when I tell you, like I am always gentle around my eye skin, but when this happened, I was just like, it, it was so itchy. I mean, I couldn't. I just feel like I, for like four or five days straight, I must have itched my eyes more
2: than I have in 10
1: years. I'm not Ooh, kidding. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, if you ever have an eye issue, never tug your eye skin. And when people are like, if they're crying or have allergies to what you want to do, I know it's fine. It'll bounce back. Just don't, um, next time, just go like this. Just tap. I did. I tried.
1: Okay. I kept trying to go like this. And I would wake up in the middle of the night and just be like, it, and it was. It was so, and I was going to sleep putting um, Aquaphor all over, like, I mean, like a pound of Aquaphor on my face. And then I would wake up. If I was walking around the house, I would put
2: Aquaphor all over my face and my skin was like drinking it up. I'm so sorry that happened. I've experienced some variation of that a million times in my journey. Um, For, it, for if uh, an instance like that ever happens again, there's actually a cortisone. It's almost like Aquaphor with cortisone, cortisone 10 gel. That is going to be really good at calming inflammation. Aquaphor is a great occlusive barrier. It'll just like stop moisture loss and just kind of create a barrier for your skin to heal. But for a re- reaction like what you described, as I would actually get the cortisone ten ointment from like know. any drugstore just in case it ever
1: happens again. Um, so if anyone is super dry under their eyelids slash fine lines are popping right now, especially cause it's winter in New York or everywhere. It's winter everywhere. Um, but you guys are in San Diego. So I said that sort of meaning like on the, my East coasters out here who are struggling yeah. <laughs> in the cold weather and our skin is extra, extra dry. Like how, what do I do? How do I bounce back? How do I come back?
2: Uh, for you actually, I would say, um, so whenever your skin is dry, cut down the amount of time you spend cleansing or letting water touch your face, water is actually drying to your skin topically. Um, it's just that it throws your pH off because water is a pH of seven, your skin's a pH of 5.5. So I try to cleanse my skin for as little as possible in the morning. Um you're talking if, to an early who has to take
1: three showers a day because I teach okay. so many soul cycle classes. Like
2: right. Well, in the morning, you could just do a toner cleanse. You could get like a you could even do like a a really clean micellar um or Just like you could just do like a toner cleanse and then after you sweat, then wash your face. You don't need I wouldn't if I were you, I wouldn't wash your face three times a day. And if you make sure the water is when I wake up. okay. Okay. I just put moisturizer on and then yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. For someone who is having an allergic response or dry skin, I try to tell them to keep the water to a minimum, especially in the morning. And then just do it very, very gently and with only room temperature water. Hot water is like the worst for your skin, especially if it's dry or being reactive. Yeah, no hot water on your face. Okay. Room temperature.
1: Okay, so that's it? Just less water? That's the only, that's the only <laughs> well, that, tip I that's have one for, thing. for
2: getting back? Um, okay, Any... it's hard for me to see your skin over Zoom but I would definitely, it depends on how sensitive it is. If things are burning it, you kind of just want to leave it alone. Okay. If it's not being, if it doesn't burn, when you put something on it, you can start doing the eye gel. So there's a couple of products of ours that are safe enough to go around the eyes. Obviously the eye eye gel. Yeah. The eye gel is amazing. Um, so that one, and then the cell renew serum is actually fine to go near your eyes. And then, um, the hydroberry mask. it's a moisture mask that's meant to calm the skin. Oh, I don't think I have that one. Okay, let's get that. We gotta get you that one. It's a lifesaver for the winter. so those few things can go around your eyes. You just don't want to put anything active near your eyes for Good a while, like no retinols, or no someone. acids, no benzyl peroxide.
1: <laughs> Lesson learned. Thank you. Um, okay. So not to make this all about me, let's switch gears. Um, you guys also have a mind body supplement, mind body skin supplement that you've come out with now. So let's talk about that because obviously you guys are very into clean ingredients, um, and the connection between gut, mind, body, all of it going together. So let's talk about your supplement that you guys, uh, recently came out with.
0: This is something that's been a huge mission of ours since the beginning. In the very beginning, it was, all right, we're formulating these incredible products, but everyone also needs education about the internal root cause of acne. And so we would have a team come to us, um, be like, well, what supplements should I take? What should I not take? It's it's a very confusing area, right? (laughs) It's inundated with supplements. And we wanted to create a supplement that tackled all the internal root cause of acne while people were working on the external part of their skin. So after right. years of us seeing blood work and knowing what blood panels looked like from people who are acne prone by working with professionals, we knew that majority of all these people who are acne prone are deficient in very specific nutrients and um, and vitamins. And so we truly created a supplement that addressed all of these main issues of everyone who are who is acne prone to tackle acne from the inside and those internal root causes. Wow, brilliant. I mean, because it's not
1: just what we put on our skin that causes all this. It is like so much that's happening inside of our bodies. And so, I mean, I think that just makes so much sense. And then especially when you've got two great things working, in, you know, together, um, in unison, it's like just the faster your skin will bounce back.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, acne is so internal and external And anyone who tells you differently doesn't understand what they're talking about. So your (laughs) your skin's an, and it's an exit and entry organ. It's reflective of your digestive system, of your gut, of your mental state, and all the things you're putting on top of it. So the line, the, all the, items in our skincare line are meant to be completely acne safe and corrective, but that still, you know, nothing topical is going to address the internal triggers like digestive disturbances and stress and all the other, the other things that happen in our life. So the mind body skin supplement is meant to address the key areas that affect acne the most. It has a bioavailable uh, version of vitamin A in it, which helps your skin to shed properly and just be a little more just less acne prone, like less reactive. Right. And then it has vitamin B5, which helps with digestion and androgens. So it will basically kind of help the the same way that birth control is helping with acne. Vitamin B5 can kind of help in that similar fashion. It helps to curb the androgen spikes, but it's in a natural, you know, less um, uh, it's just in a more targeted way. It doesn't have to affect all of your organs in order for it to work. And then there's also liver support in ours, which is huge. So there's milk thistle, dandelion, and glutathione. So it helps with the lymph and liver detoxification pathways. And then we also put DIM, which helps to balance estrogen. And then the final thing in there is more digestive enzymes because everyone can benefit from that. And when you get more right. more digestive efficiency through what you're eating, not only do you get better nutrition, but you create less like Toxic byproduct from malabsorption of things, so it really is addressing the big key areas in proportion to how often they affect acne. Wow, I love vital
0: it. too because so many people need support in these areas just in general, right? For whole body wellness, and the results have been even beyond acne. I mean, people are seeing acne results within a week and seeing the lowering oh, sure. of like the redness and irritation, the pustules, wow. like everything dealing with they see that lowering but then they also feel better they we've gotten a lot of feedback that people's mood just feels better they have more energy they're sleeping better they're not as bloated after eating food because of course as we know as we were talking about birth control earlier the whole body is connected and when you're helping all these other aspects you're helping acne and just like feeling better overall and it's it's been really incredible for for all the feedback. I mean, Danielle and I knew it was a great supplement when we made it, but now hearing it from other people, it's just, it's been really, really incredible to make such a difference in people's skin, but just how they show up in the world, their happiness, their joy, their confidence.
1: I love that. It makes so much sense. And I'm so glad that you guys created it. Um, it just, it really does. It makes a lot of sense. And also Um, just out of curiosity, because I know I just uh, saw a recent article with Tracy Anderson, uh, that she wakes up every single day and drinks a liter of water, which is a lot. Um, that's it. Like that's a lot of water. Um, but is, you know, what is your, your viewpoint on water intake?
2: Oh, it's so important. Kaylee and I are both obsessed with element electrolytes. So we wake up and, um, I have this big Mason jar right here. It's, definitely not a liter but it's probably about 16 or 20 ounces yeah so before i have any caffeine i have a full one of these with my electrolytes chug that then i have a matcha i'm not a coffee person kaylee has a coffee that's the healthiest version of it that she really likes but i prefer matcha i think green tea has a lot of benefits that coffee just doesn't offer um so that's my jam and then i drink at least four of these throughout the day so i probably drink about a gallon a day um, it's best to drink water in between meals. What you don't want to do is drink cold water while you're eating because it interrupts digestion. Oops. So that's something that you, <laughs> everyone does it until do they're it told not that. to. And then you're like, oh yeah, that does make perfect sense. Like you want but your stomach to be hot Room temperature water is the best. Yeah, I literally have like a cold and hot thing. So I do half cold, half hot to make it room temperature. Someone hands me ice water. I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's like once you get used to not having it, it shocks you when you do again. Wow. You want to make sure to
0: not just, I mean, Danielle mentioned no cold water while you're eating, but try to avoid as much water as possible while you're eating. Um, Agreed. in general, because your stomach is like a hot bath of acid and you want all those juicy acids and you don't want it to be depleted. So when you're eating food, as you can take sips, like don't be scared to drink water, but I feel like we were told by like cosmopolitan magazine, like when we were growing yeah. up that it's like, you know, you won't eat as much if you like drink a ton of water yeah. and it helps curb your I've hunger. Great to drink water in between meals, but during meals, just try to sip if you really need water, but you want all of your, you want your digestion working for you and you don't want your water working against you. Um, but water important for many reasons, of course, skin, right? We need, we need all the water for our skin, but in general, just for the function of our body and energy during the day, um, that is a big reason why Danielle and I love to have a good amount of water before we ever touch caffeine in the morning. One for skin health, because dehydrates your, wake up really dehydrated. You just haven't drank any water for six, seven, eight, nine hours. Um, so you're really dehydrated in the morning. have to have to um, refuel your body with electrolytes. So get that water in, get a little salt, a squeeze of lemon. Um, and then a nut in, um, also drinking caffeine on an empty stomach can cause um, breakouts but another reason is for your own energy levels during the day if you wake up and drink caffeine as soon as you wake up it actually blocks what's called um, the adenosine molecule it's like the sleepy molecules in your body um, and it blocks it because they're they're busy wearing off you know it sets in before uh, shortly before you go to Um, they're wearing off in the morning if you block that with caffeine it will come back in full effect later in the day like another rebound effect so just give your time some morning uh, give yourself some time in the morning drink some water get your sunlight get moving for the day and practice going a little bit longer without dousing yourself with caffeine
1: i'm doing that one right because i i don't drink caffeine before i go teach soul cycle but in the morning and i don't have it till like after i teach so doing that one, right? That's hardcore.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so
1: last question. Well, I have two more questions, but quickly, um, uh, if you guys could run through some anti-aging myth busters, I wanted to do that. And then I have one quick question after that.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, let's see, do you have any specific myths that you want to busted? Oh, I, or is it just I didn't have it? any
1: necessarily. We just okay, about cool. that pre pre-show. I didn't know what, what you guys hear most often for cool. anti-aging. Um,
2: I definitely, back to the Retin-A topic, I feel like Retin-A, the prescription kind, backfires on people in the long run and anything that is that harsh on your skin and that directly impacts your skin barrier will make you get UV damage faster. Most people are not diligent enough with their sunscreen to even be playing in that field anyway. So I I think that that is absolutely a a myth buster and a lot of other anti-aging experts agree with me on that one. Another Anti-aging MythBuster here.
0: Um, the big one see. is hot water, and I know we touched on this. Yeah. Before, but I think this is something to really reiterate because people forget. Um, So speaking to both the acne and the aging community and both, of course, (laughs) everything we do is talking to both. So with acne, a lot of times you feel like, oh, I just need to like burn it off and get rid of it. And just like Danielle was talking about earlier, like, oh, I need to be really aggressive with it to scrub off the acne and how you don't want to do any of that. Um, So there's a lot of people who struggle with acne that think burning it essentially with really hot water in the shower or in the sink is going to help it. In reality, you're causing micro damage to the skin over and over and over again when the skin is trying to heal. So not only is it going to make the acne more aggressive and angry and red and inflamed, it's also going to age you faster because again, you're making those micro burns to your skin, which is developing wrinkles a lot faster. Um, There's this one before and after we had that I just absolutely love because um, she was a slightly older woman. She had really deep wrinkles around her eyes, like long, deep crow's feet. And the only thing she changed was stopping to wash. She stopped washing her face in hot water. And then I think Danielle, was it, just, was it self There's It just was like just water. Cell
2: renew at the time. I just had her quit washing her face and boiling yeah. hot water and then start using Cell renew And she looked 15 years younger next time, like three weeks wild. later, it was insane how much her skin bounced I'm like back.
1: I'm not worried about my, the skin on my body because I am a psycho. I love burning hot showers. Like I, everyone loves to, that. <laughs> just I turn it down, turn shower. it down to
2: the point of where you're satisfied with the warmth but you're not burning your skin and then just have like a really cozy bathrobe waiting for you. It's amazing what you can train yourself to get used to. So just, you know, keep it warm enough to where you're like, Ooh, I feel good, but not to where you're like counteracting your over your bigger goals perfect. Last question. I asked another, wait, another interesting thing I wanted to share with people. So silk pillowcases, silk satin pillowcases are the best for your hair and your skin. However, there's a step further. There's this, um, it's called the beauty pillow and it, it, I've done a couple videos with it, but you can get it on Amazon. It's like 50 bucks and it looks like a C it looks like two backwards C's. so it only touches like this part of your face. So it doesn't squish your eye area. If people actually look at the, like most people sleep on their right side because blood flow comes out your left and you'll kind of go numb if you sleep on your left for most people, right? For most people. So most people sleep on their right because of that. And you'll start to notice that your right eye gets more wrinkles than your left. And that's from your pillow. Yes, yeah. So getting yeah. a beauty pillow that doesn't smush your face is a godsend because you can't, you don't want to be in a position of trying to correct that later. It's way more expensive and it won't look right. Cause even Botox around the eyes, I feel like just makes you look weird. Cause it messes with your smile. So prevention is key. That pillow is a total game changer.
1: Getting that for show. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for sharing <laughs> that. Um, okay. So last question I will ask, cause I ask all of my guests, which is the best piece of advice that you would give your younger self, whoever mm. wants to go first.
0: Get to know your body. I feel like we spend so much time hating our body when we're younger and wanting to change it. And there's this, I know we're all above 30, but like there's this crazy shift that happens when, like when you're leading up to 30, where I feel like it just starts happening then. (laughs) Um, And it's hard. It's like, I don't know why that doesn't happen. When we're younger, and it's just, you know, I think we're just little sponges and we're still developing, and our brains are still developing. So I think there's a lot more to that part, but just feeling, learning how to feel good in your own body, filling it with things that fill you up, surrounding yourself with people that make you happy because it's really like the simple things that make you the happiest. It's good people. It's moving every day. It's filling yourself up with food that just feels like it nourishes you. Um, and just being kind to yourself. It's wild how simple it is that leads to such a beautiful, happy life. Um,
2: sure. A- I would say also uh, definitely get to know your body for sure, but, um, get to know your triggers. I would say everyone has, everyone gets triggered by very different things and we're so unaware of it. Um, and it can be a word or a look or a tone or just, just anything really, but guarding our peace is something that we all have to learn. Most of us are not taught like energy management and peace management and what that even like is or feels like. So the sooner you can master that, the better. And you master that by examining with gentle curiosity, all the things that trigger you. I love it. Great answers. Well, thank you both for
1: being on today and sharing all of your infinite wisdom around skin. I really appreciate both of you.
2: Thank you, Victoria. Victoria, (laughs) You're the best. We love you. Thanks for having
1: us. (laughs) Of course. Thank you. Okay, that is a wrap on today's episode. I am such a big fan of both of them. Like I just adore them so much. Um, This conversation was so really just like they have so much, it's just a wealth of knowledge. You can tell that they not only have like so much education around skincare and anti-aging, but they also, and acne, but also they just know so much and it shows through their passion, right? They're so passionate in the way that they speak. You can hear it in the way that they talk, uh, how much they really, really care genuinely about this product that they've created in the skincare line. So I mean, I use it myself. I love their, I love everything they've created. And it's just really nice to get that, you know, vitamins into your skin and things like that. And not always use such harsh chemicals and also, you know, taking medications in order to achieve what we want to achieve and, and really just thinking about what we're putting in our body, what we're digesting and how to have that youthful glow. So uh, you can try ClearSem. Uh, I would, I highly recommend it. Follow them on Instagram. Uh, also, follow Danielle and Kaylee. Danielle is at danielle.the.acne.guru. Kaylee is on Instagram at Kaylee, K A Y L E I G H. Christina. And then follow ClearSem, of course. Last but not least, make sure you follow us on the podcast handle at very best self. Give me a follow at Victoria Brown. Give us five stars, subscribe, all of the stuff, all of the things, uh, you know, the drill anyways, I will see you guys next time. Thanks so much for tuning in.